Imagine stepping onto an elevator and the person inside greets you warmly, says hello, and asks you about your day as the doors close. Does the thought of that interaction make you smile or horrify you? Your answer to that question will probably depend on your personal communication style. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about keeping it simple. My guest is Yamilette Williams, also affectionately known as Dr. Yam, and she is a coach for aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs on the rise. Um, Her mission is to educate, inspire, and lead growth in others. And she coaches entrepreneurs and small business owners to become confident, prepared, and thriving members of the commerce community. She's considered a resource reservoir, and she loves to share the latest tips and tools to ensure success isn't just a one-time event. Dr. Yam, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, this is my pleasure. You know, as I was nosing around on your website and kind of getting to know you virtually, I know that there are so many different topics that you could talk about. But one of the things that you really spend a lot of time talking about is communication styles. And I would love to focus on that in today's conversation. It would be my pleasure. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with Communication styles, what are they? We all have different behaviors, right? We all get up every morning, we have our routines, but at the same time, we do these things in a pattern sense from the way in which we react and communicate with each other. And it's through those defined predictable behaviors that one can benefit from how they can interact with one another. Now, there we have like maybe four personality styles or communication styles that are out there, and we all comprise of four of all four of them. But you tend to lean or kind of have a stronger element from out of the four. Okay, so let's start with what are the four communication styles? Okay, we can do that. They are they lend themselves in the way of either being considered outgoing versus reserved, people versus task-oriented. So I'll give you an example. When you waiting in an elevator, and as the door opens, and you're curious and you're super excited to see who's on the other side. So the minute you walk in, you're pretty much apt to go like a hearty hello. How are you doing? And you press your button on your four and you begin to ask the person about their day. And then you may even joke about the weather. And so that individual would be considered an outgoing person or what we could call a D personality. So if, if you find that you as the listeners here on the call, um, if you find yourself in that group, we would call you a D personality, a dominant leading personality. As you're talking about the fact that everybody has a little bit of each of these, some people are going to definitely be more outgoing. And I bet that there are people in this audience 
that are horrified at the thought that somebody would get on an elevator and they would be trapped in a small space with someone talking to them who they didn't know. Yes. And that would be the reverse individual, what we would consider the more reserved person. They are they would look at the elevator and pray that nobody else can walk. <laughs> Absolutely. And exit at the same time. So that's that's like your C personality. They're more contained, reserved, and compliant. Mm-hmm. So we've got kind of outgoing and reserved, but now you've got kind of people and task oriented. How does that play in? Yeah. So think about it from vacation mode. So when you're in vacation mode and you're, if you're the type of person that before you go on vacation, you want to make sure that the lawn gets mowed, the dog goes to the kennel, the car gets serviced. You're lining up the work that has to be done before you go out, while you're going out. If that's you, you're pretty much task oriented Mm -hmm. and pretty much fall in line of a, uh, a S personality, pretty steady, and you're also going to fall in line in, on both sides as well, but you will pretty much fall inside of your steady S type personality and be more task oriented. Whereas if you find yourself to be more caught up in thinking about who you'll see when you get there, how much fun you're going to have, all the different excursions you're going to do, the fun experiences and the people you're going to enjoy with one another, you're pretty much going to be people oriented and we put you in the i category um intuitive inter- in, interactive that type of a personality okay so i've got these four personalities so how do i recognize i mean obviously as i'm listening i totally can see that i definitely gravitate to the more outgoing but it's kind of funny because i'm an outgoing task person when i yeah. walk into a meeting I want to get started right away and we'll chit chat when we're done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of balancing those two. So how do you recognize, uh, are there questions you can maybe think about to figure out kind of where you fall and also more importantly, where the other person you're talking to falls? Right. A lot of that is based on, like you're saying, asking a a question and, the way in which they'll ask the question. So the person, if you ask a question and the first and the topic comes up and the first reaction is asking more of a what, what is it about, and more in starting from a what perspective, you're probably speaking to somebody who is a D personality. They want to get the facts and they want to move on, just like you're saying, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Whereas if you ask the question and it's more related to a who and more people perspective, then that person's pretty much going to be in your I personality. They're more intuitive. They're more inter- introspective. They want to engage. They're happy. They're go lucky. They're interactive. If the person answers the question and responds back with a why, then more than likely this is your C personality. They want to know the data. They want to know the re- the facts. They want to get it down right. They want to get all the analytics and make sure and double check everything before they'll make a decision. I think as you talk about the D, they want the facts, but they want the summary where I think this 
this group of people really wants to really get into that nitty gritty. They want to know all the fine points. Yes. If the person comes to the meeting with their spreadsheets, (laughs) (laughs) so that's the person that is your C personality. And then, of course, the person who speaks more to the response to questions in the how, how is that going to happen? And how do you see that making that work? That's your S personality. They want to make sure that things are going to be smooth and they're steady and on course. And they kind of just want to make sure it's all going to be all right. When you figure out who you are and you figure out who you're talking to, are there places where these two groups of people just completely miscommunicate? Oh, definitely. There are opportunities when you don't know what you don't know that you could not connect with those individuals in such a way that's going to benefit you, particularly for those in the entrepreneurial lane. And you're uh, not necessarily you're pitching your, um, your idea, your product and your services And if you're not cognizant enough to kind of learn a little bit before you start doing yourself, you'll be wasting time. People will see you as a bother and you're not talking to them or connecting when communicating with them in a way in which they'll want to lean in and know more and respond to you in a positive way. Wow. So if you put an idea out there and you listen for the questions that they ask you in return, that's going to give you maybe a starting point. So if somebody is asking those what questions, well, now you're you're working with a D, so you know you need to keep it really high level. But if they, they start getting into the how and the nitty gritty, you really kind of have to adjust how much information you share based on the listener's communication style if you want to make that sale. Exactly. And not only in a sales perspective, but when we think at it, at it from all levels, if you're doing your email campaign, language, you have to kind of look at the copywriting experience to be, unless you know these individuals already, you kind of almost have to incorporate all the different styles and kind of incorporate in, in the writing, in that messaging so that you can hit on all the different points. So for those that are D dominant, individuals, they're outgoing in their task focus. That means, like you said, summarize. And then you have your eyes who are influencers or outgoing in the people. So they want to feel some emotions mm-hmm. in that message. You've got your steady S's and they are reserved, but they're also people oriented. So they want to have some assurance that you got, you know what you're talking about and, and that there's some, there's like a, an end to the road. And then those C's, which are your compliant, reserved, and task-oriented people, they want some facts and some data. So when you start to think about all of those personalities, and you're the sole, and many of us are sole proprietors or have really small businesses, you've got to be able to figure out quickly how is it that you can put a message out there that is going to connect with the uh, potential customers that you have. Now, there is some data with respect to population-wise. So your Ds, for the most part, they are only make up 3% of the population. Wow. So therefore, yeah. So those are, they're significant. Those that have that significant wiring of a D, they only make up about 3% of the, the population. Whereas your Is, those are the spontaneous, friendly, outgoing, want to be in the spotlight. They're, they make up 11% of that population. That leaves the S's. And that's your their team. They follow through. They're loyal. They're accepting. 
they make up 69% of the, of the population. Where And then, of course, lastly, your Cs, they're about 17%. Those are your compliant analytical planners. So for the most part, you want to kind of always be ready for the Cs and the Ss and be able to manipulate, not manipulate, but be able to uh, carry on a conversation as more than likely you're going to fall into those conversations with those personalities than you probably will with an I or a a D. Wow. You know, that's really cool because when I was in corporate, we did some profiling with our managers and found that we were as an organization very top heavy on D's, which is actually problematic because you need you need the S's for the heart and the soul and the compassion. And so um, it really was a huge eye opener because we also had to teach our senior managers how to communicate with the rest of the organization. I love the fact that you brought it in from a organizational standpoint. This opportunity of identifying personality styles is definitely an instrument for hiring practices and also for teaming. So you may, for those who are already in the organizations, uh, providing this type of a assessment um, exercise within the organization allows you to dem- to be able to figure out how can I maximize the invested staff potentials that are already there. Am I teaming and putting people in the right places on the right types of projects and how is it that you can maximize in helping people to reach the potential and also to help them to grow as employees in your organization? And leadership is a part of that. Absolutely. You know, this has been such a fascinating conversation. It's so hard to believe that we have whipped through the time. This is really great information, Dr. Yam. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been my pleasure. And you and I as D's know that getting this done in 10 minutes was a lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. I'm going to encourage folks to check out keepitsimplecoach.info so they can learn more about you. And there will be a link to your site in our show notes. So thanks for the time. Thank you, Lorraine. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about other topics for small business owners, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. And look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to two. They're short. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.